Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message on the subject of discouragement. One of the devil's most effective tools in hindering the work of God is to discourage his people. Today's message examines the causes and cures for discouragement in our lives. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Look at verse 3. Look at the second part of verse 3. Notice the comparisons that they were making. The old people wept when they saw the foundation of the new temple. In their eyes, the new temple was less than nothing. It seemed like it wasn't worth the time and effort. If we're not careful, we'll be caught up in the comparison game. The Bible says they comparing themselves among themselves are not what? Wise. You know, a lot of times why people leave their family, leave their spouse, leave their marriage, they start comparing who they married to what they think is out there. Folks, they're in a day that goes by that I don't realize that I'm married way over my head. I've told her more than once, you ever decide to leave me, I'm going with you. (laughs) People start making comparisons. We remember the past as being so much better than the present. And you know what that does? That makes the present seem worse than it is. Why do we want to live in the past? and fret about the future when the only day we have control over is today. I can only live in one day. I can try to live in the past. I can try to bring some of that over, but it won't work. It's gone. I could try to live in the future, but all I'm going to do is borrow anxiety by doing that. And you know what happens? We live in the past. We live in the future. And then the time that we can live right now, we miss it. And that's what happened. Many of you have heard the story of the famous racehorse, Seabiscuit, who won all those races and I believe, won the, I believe he did win the Triple Crown back in, 19, in the 30s. But they said Seabiscuit in his prime was so good, they actually had to be careful in practice with the horses that raced against him because he would, he would devastate them so bad, he would even toy with them. He'd let them catch up a little bit, and then he'd run off past them, and then he'd, he'd let them catch up, and, he'd let the, and then he'd run off past them, that, that some of the jockeys for some of the other horses wouldn't practice with him anymore. Folks, memory can be faulty. The same thing can happen to us. We can get discouraged. Maybe your memories of the past have nothing to do with how wonderful it was and the present doesn't seem so good because of it, but you might be looking at the past and thinking about hurts and disappointments and and things that went wrong and plans that went awry, and you may see your life as a bunch of pieces laying at your feet, and when you you, you look forward to going on in life, you don't even want to take another step forward. Why is that? Because you're playing the comparison game. You're playing the comparison game. Jesus said to Peter one time, he said over there in John chapter 21, he basically told him what was going to happen and how he was going to die a martyr's death. 
And then what did Peter do? He said, Lord, and what shall this man do? And the Lord said, don't compare yourself to him. Forget it. He said, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Come, follow thou me. What did we see this morning? Did we see an opportunity to worship God? Did we see an opportunity to get into the word of God? Did we see an opportunity for God to work in our hearts and minds today? Or did we see someone else and say, Lord, how come they have all that going for him? He seems all together. Why don't I have it together? The comparison game. We can't win that game. Do you ever hear the talking heads talk about the greatest player ever in a particular sport? That's a stupid conversation. I'll hear them talk about hockey that way. They'll say, well, you know, so-and-so from the past, uh, Wayne Gretzky playing today's game or or, uh, uh, Sidney Crosby playing yesterday's game. No, we're here today. We're not in yesterday's game or uh, tomorrow's game or whatever. But we do the same thing if we're not careful. The Bible says David served his generation. Jesus said to one of the churches in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, he says, I know where thou dwellest, where Satan's seat is. I like to read church history. I think there's much we can learn. I like to read biographies of great Christians in the past. But if you're not careful, you can get discouraged from that. You can read of great revivals where thousands were swept into the kingdom of God sometimes in a, in a, in a single evening. And you could say, well, why isn't that going on now? What's the matter? What's the matter with me? What's the matter with us? But some of those situations, some of those men, some of those ministries, really, when you get down to it, were, were really in many ways a product of the times that they lived. What does God say to him? He says, I'm here now. I'm here now. When we live in the past and downgrade the present, the inevitable result will be disappointment and discouragement. We'll miss God's promises and plans for us today and, by the way, tomorrow. Look at verse 9. Look what he says to him. Look what he says to him in verse 9. He's basically saying, folks, the greatest days are yet ahead. Would, would you be willing to even just consider that as a possibility? Let's start with our country. Let, let's start out with the hardest one of all, huh? Is it possible? Is it possible? Is, is it possible the greatest days of our church could yet be ahead of us? Is it possible that the greatest days in your family, in your life, in your personal ministry for the Lord Jesus Christ, are yet ahead of you? You say, well, preacher, but this happened and that happened, and I I had this plan, I had to give up on that, and every time I've gone here, that thing has fallen apart. Yeah, but are you willing to look at verse 9? They're looking at this thing, and God says, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former. How can that be? Well, let me get ahead of myself a little bit. You know what's going to happen on that very spot 500 years later? The Lord Jesus Christ himself, 
the one called the desire of nations in our text before us is going to walk right through that place that they're building. Not through Solomon's temple with $200 million worth of beaten gold lining the inside walls alone. Not Solomon's temple, but this temple built in a time of captivity, built in a time of apostasy, built in a time of declension, built in a time of discouragement and disappointment. And oh, the situation, I I look at the Middle East now and what's going on there, and boy, when that thing starts to boil, it just takes on a life of its own. And I look at Israel just hanging on for dear life, humanly speaking. Israel was in a worse situation here. And God says the glory of this latter house is going to be greater than the former. Is it possible this morning that your best days, your family's best days, the church's best days, our country's best days, your job's best days are still ahead of you? Look at verses 3 and 4. What what was the cure here? What was Haggai's message to them? Verses 3 and 4 was let go. The past has got to be relegated to the past. He tells them let go. Let go. If we don't let go, we'll never be able to move into the future. This is the past. That's the future. Okay? I've got to turn my back on the past, and I've got to look forward to walk safely into the future. But imagine. Now, I know the path is clear because I've already seen it. But imagine I'm walking into the future, but the whole time I'm looking at the past. What's going to happen eventually? Huh? I'm going to run into something. I'm going to trip. I'm not going to see where I'm going. I'm not going to see what God's doing. Because I'm focused on what used to be. Many years ago, Dr. Parker Tucker, former chaplain of the Federal Penitentiary in Atlanta, Georgia, talked about walking down a street in a certain city, and he was feeling low, and he was feeling depressed, and he was feeling about worried about life in general and as he walked along he lifted up his eyes for a moment to the window of a funeral home across the street this was many years ago and you'll tell by the price here he blinked his eyes a couple times wondering whether his eyes were deceiving him but sure enough he saw on the window of the funeral home a sign that said why walk around half dead we can bury you for 69.50 Yes, we also give SNH green stamps. How many of you remember SNH green stamps? Yeah. Oh, I remember my mom filling those books. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message on the subject of discouragement. One of the hardest things about discouragement is that we tend to accept discouraging thoughts as true, when in fact, God has better days planned ahead for our future. Today, we're reminded that God is in control, and for the Christian, our best days are assuredly ahead of us. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, 
Meridian, Idaho 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.